This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today, I've titled the podcast, The Manual. I want to talk about the authority and the importance of the Bible. The Bible is an amazing collection of 66 books written by 35 different authors over a period of of about 4,100 years. Even before the European printing press, it has been one of the most popular collections of writing of all time. It is estimated since about 1450 that upwards of 7 billion copies have been printed. It is the most read, the most studied, translated, gifted, smuggled, and fought over book of all time. And interestingly, it may be the most stolen book of all time. It has the oldest confirming transcripts of any book, and it is illegal in many countries. It has a beginning and an end, was wit written in three different languages, and it claims to be the Word of God. Throughout the whole of Scripture, it holds to a consistent theme. This Word of God even became a man, Jesus Christ. John 1.14 says, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Revelations 19.13, speaking of Jesus, the Scripture says, He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and His name is the Word of God. I could go on and on about the basic facts, the worldly facts about the Bible. For example, archaeological findings. In Israel right now, they're really pulling up a lot of stuff. Scientific facts, other historical facts confirming its validity. I could talk about the testimonies of many people who have been affected by the Word of God. But I want to go a little bit deeper about its origin and importance in our everyday life. It is the basic spiritual food that is necessary for us to live and thrive as a Christian. When tempted, Jesus retorted with, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Without it, the enemy of our souls is going to beat us. We will easily become deceived over a period of time. You see, the devil is patient and he is stealthy. He doesn't want to come right out and tell you lies. He manipulates the truth through people, media of all types, phony men and women of God. He has a world system that works to keep us from the basic principles of the Bible. For a Christian, the devil is powerless unless he can get you to believe his lies. His aim is to get you to reject our Heavenly Father, Jesus, the Bible, and all its wisdom. If we believe the lies, therefore live in rebellion to God's commandments, we will come under the wrath of God. And that's the exact place that Satan wants us. The only way that we can discern Satan's lies is by knowing and rightly handling the Bible and all its principles. This is a lifelong process, and it takes grit and perseverance. 2 Timothy 2.15, Paul is instructing Timothy about some basic 
godly principles and says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who accurately handles the word of truth. Psalm 119 verse 9. How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commandments. Let's do a little quiz, or should I say a a personal assessment. Are we prioritizing our life to read and study the Bible so that we will not be ashamed when confronted with lies and to correctly speak the word of God in time of our temptation? The Bible is not an ordinary collection of man's thinking and philosophies. It is impossible to have 35 men write with pinpoint accuracy over the same basic theme from beginning to end over a period of 4,000 years, in three different languages. We who own a Bible have a treasure at our fingertips. So what is the origin of these writings? 2 Timothy 3.16 All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. God-breathed is defined nicely by 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. God wanted to communicate with us and used men to write it down. An excellent example of this is the Ten Commandments. God, later Moses, wrote the Ten Commandments on tablets of stone. God used a man to deliver what he wanted said. Hebrews 1.1 says, In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. Jesus lived. He taught us. He left us with commandments and an example to follow. God then used several men to write down what Jesus did and said. The origin of the Bible is our Heavenly Father. The words are Jesus' example. And the power is the Holy Spirit. And he used men to lay out his communication. Next, let us talk about the importance of the Bible, and let us start with three main points. Number one, God has chosen to speak through men, his will and way of life. That is something that we have to take by faith, so much so that we live our life by the word of God. We have to understand God is speaking, we hear his voice, and we do what he's asking us to do. Number two, the Bible was written in biblical Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic. I have found that for English-speaking people, our translations are excellent, but I have also found that studying the Hebrew and Greek words have shed light on the meaning in difficult passages. Therefore, I think it's worth having a Bible dictionary, or maybe two, a concordance so that you can look up specific words, and several different translations. The Bible is an eternal book, 
and its treasures are there for discovery. In order to discover, though, we must search. Point number three, there is an open, aggressive attack against biblical truth and against people who will stand up and live by its precepts. As I said earlier, if you don't know your Bible, you will get buried in the lies of the spirit of this age. God has not left us without communication. Not only has he left us with a written Bible, he has also given us the Holy Spirit to speak and confirm his communications. He communicates in different ways, dreams, visions, divine or angelic visitations, and of course, through the words of the Bible. All of these are wrapped up in and confirmed by the written word of God. The Bible is a spiritual book, and we need help to understand it. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12 and 14 says, We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually discerned. End of quote. God is speaking. I believe more often than we would think. He is speaking by His Spirit through His Word. But those who are not born of His Spirit will miss the meaning. John one twenty six, Jesus is speaking. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Matthew 7, starting in verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. The parable is simple. Build your life, a lifelong process, but build your life on the Word of God, and live in truth, and reap the reward of eternal life. I want to challenge you today. Many of us have not taken up the discipline of daily Bible reading, study, and prayer. Many of us know about it, but we don't practice it. You might have a young family or a demanding job. I get it. But no matter what the circumstances, don't get caught in the lie that you don't need this discipline. Or don't put it off for a better time. I've heard that so many times. I'll start it one day. Each day you need spiritual food. We are under extreme pressure as believers here in the United States in this day. Remember, we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Take your stand starting today. Start small. Let's say 10 minutes. Take 10 minutes of time every day and stick with it no matter what. Read for five minutes. Pray for five minutes. Maybe worship for a few minutes. 
No matter the circumstances, make it happen. I'm thinking of parents, too, with a small family or a young family. Make it a tradition in your home. Have a short devotion. doesn't have to be long. The benefits will outweigh the hassle of getting the family together. The younger the family, the easier it will be. Let me say a quick prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we need your word. We need your word in our heart. We need your word in our thinking. So we ask you, Lord, as we discipline ourselves to read your Bible, to study it, and to pray to you, that you would reach out to us and encourage us and touch us so that we might handle your word correctly. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the Clean Soul Podcast with Dennis Curtis. If you have questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me at the Clean Soul. Dot .org